Attention. This podcast will make you happy, make you sad, believe and make you mad, but they're sure to make you feel included. The things they talk about are completely random. It's story time with Matthew Haslam Hammond. So welcome to part two with Callum Mame. Hello. There we go. Callum, uh, what what is the name of your podcast that you host with uh, a couple of absolute lads? It's the Pass to Assist podcast. Um, you can find it on Spotify or it's Pass to Assist on Facebook. Um, yeah, if you want all your basketball in need with Doug Carr, Wilkie and Callum. We sound like a sport. We make it sound like a sports shop. So I say for all your basketball needs, that's what Pete pointed, pointed out to me. Well, I mean, to be fair, like if your needs are basketball, basketball knowledge. Mm then you probably want to go somewhere else. If you want random guys making opinions and sometimes unearthing gems, pass to this podcast. Perfect. <laughs> so, uh, on the last show, uh, we were talking about stories about us getting into trouble. Tell us about Centre Parks. Oh, yeah, of course. Centre Parks, that's where we left off. Um, it was just one of those general hilarious day stories that we had. Um I'm talking about the time, Matt. We went with, uh, obviously, Mike and Steve and Emma Mm -hmm. and Sarah. Um, And uh, we were were, were working adults at the time. So we, um, I remember, they wanted to go off. I can't remember what they wanted to do. I think it was mini golf. Uh, No, they went and did, like, swimming activities. Something that we didn't want to do. And we were like, well, we're now going to sit here and get drunk and watch the Royal Rumble 92. (laughs) If me and Matt ever have a spare day together, we will watch WWE Royal Rumble 1992. It's the best pay-per-view of all time. What do you think we're doing after this? Exactly. And uh, um, I just remember sitting there and I was uh, live tweeting it in the group to all of the other wrestling guys. Being like, I wonder who's going to come in next. Um, And uh, we were just sitting there getting drunk and we were having a laugh. And then I just remember the cleaner coming in. And it was like, you are. Right? I was like, this this is the start of a porn film, right? And and, uh, <laughs> and she came round and she was doing bits, and we like didn't care. We were like just drinking. I can't remember what the sign you thought it said. You paused it. You were like, can you remember what the sign said? Um, I can't. I remember the word. It begins with C, ends with unt. <laughs> ends in unt, yeah. It's and um, and you you paused. You're like that sign says the C word. And I was like, it does not say the C word. It clearly is implying this. And she's like, yeah. Excuse me. Yes, yeah, you are. What does that sign say? And she went, C word. And it was like, ah, it's Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you. And then we proceeded to get drunk until she left. We offered her a beer though, didn't we? We did, yeah. yeah we, we, she, we were nice to her. Yeah, and that was... Um, she declined for some reason. Yeah, another one of those fun days where... Yeah. Um, it's like nothing to do right we're going to chill we're going to drink and watch wrestling it was like for us we were there like it's our weekend you know what do we yeah exactly it's a holiday yeah it's a holiday it's a weekend you know put two and two together let's get drunk Um, but yeah uh, (laughs) I believe you have a few more stories up your sleeve I have have lots of stories unless like you I mean your podcast anywhere you want to go just fire away it's your best bet just start dragging other people into it really um so, uh, one, one hilarious story is that, um, do you remember when we went to wrestling with me, you, Maka, and Hannah Blewett? <laughs> in, uh, what's it, ICW? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the O2. The um, Brooklyn Bowl. I remember that because we all were in a massive Tinder group. Well, I say massive Tinder group, obviously us three and, and a girl, all in a Tinder group. And if you've never done this before... Um, it doesn't exist anymore, which is a problem. What? Yeah. All right, well, what it used to be Tinder to, Social, I think it was called. Tinder Social. You put yourself in like this... There's four three lads out and a girl, and then if you happen to be, you know, like three girls and a lad, you will match with us. But obviously, it doesn't always be that. 
So we just got a load of guys adding us and then just messaging Hannah, being like, like, hey, beautiful. And like, what about me, Darren? What about me? We're, there's, we're a group here. Um, and I remember that happening for an evening. Um, Do you remember um, when we did that in Dublin? And um, Oh, yeah, yeah. That was just four guys. Though. Yeah, yeah, it was me, you, Tyler and George. George yeah. and, uh, I remember, like, you know, I thought, you know, it's beast move. Sorry, ladies, where's the best place to party in uh, in Dublin? And then they, they went like, my house or something like that. And Tyler's like, no, no, I've got this, I've got this, lads, I've, I've got, got this. this. Lads, I've got this one, leave it to me, yeah. He messaged him, I can't remember he messaged, but they didn't respond for some reason. Well, you know, that was a, that was a funny holiday. How have we not even mentioned that yet? We went to Ireland, four guys from work. Um, three others yeah well yeah there were three other girls that went it was like separately didn't they yeah 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 yeah, spent so much money on the first night on um, that we ended up just a couple of days later sitting in watching a notebook wasn't it yeah gosling mania yeah yeah, yeah. anything um i remember you going into net um right gosling day we went into CEX and you paid with your card, didn't you? You know, you paid with your phone. phone that yeah. was it. And at that time, they fought Matt with magic. I thought they were going to burn him. They pulled people out from the back. <laughs> Look at this. Can you buy something else? All right, cool. Do you got the princess oh, five? Yes, yeah, just upstairs. I got to get it for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. They went crazy. Um, but <laughs> inconceivable. But yeah, I mean, I, that's a, I feel like it's a great story to show how how close friends we are, Matt. <laughs> but that, um, when we we're over there, um, I met a girl, Cassandra, a lovely lady. Um, from Mexico and I had danced oh, with her. if you're watching if listening yeah, oh yeah, she, yeah she'll, she'll she'll be listening she's a, um, but um, so I, I went back to our place we obviously were staying in an Airbnb great story with that about mm-hmm. George almost making a sleep on the streets um, and then <laughs> but I was like I remember being like I was coming up to you I was like I'm going to leave to come back to mine and be like right Matt I need the key to the place and your condom <laughs> yeah <laughs> you were like what I need your peace place and the co- your condom, please. I only brought one. Give me your condom. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. And then, Sacrifice um, had to be made. <laughs> yeah, and then I remember you guys were calling me, being like, like, like trying to get in. <laughs> I was like, to make up excuses for me to come downstairs and let you in. So, all right, fine. But you're all going in the living room. All right, I have this room tonight. Um, yeah. I, I just remember um, it was the same night where basically uh, me and George are standing there and then this German guy turns around to Tyler and you want trouble? And his mate's just standing next to me and George as well, just looking into like nothing, into space or whatever, because we're so drunk. And then all you see is like it just reminds me of uh, the Simpsons, where uh, like President Bush and uh, Homer are about to have a fight. Yeah. He goes, you want trouble? I'll give you trouble. Oh, I want trouble. That's good because I'll give you trouble. But literally, they go like, if you want trouble, mate, I'll give you trouble. I'll fucking give you trouble. He's like, yes, I want trouble. Like, I don't know why I'm making him sound Russian, but uh, he considered he was German. And then that's when George turns around and goes like to the other German guy, excuse me, mate, can you get your mate away from our mate? Is that all right? And then like, George somehow lost his phone. Yeah. So we called the phone and he's, he's got the guy, the guy's picked up away. Oh, sweet. We'll meet you there. I needed a piss. I just ran into the temple bar again. <laughs> I've come out and they're standing there and went, what was your phone then George went that German guy had it <laughs> so like, maybe he was just trying to give back yeah, his phone yeah <laughs> I, I maintained I wasn't there but he was saying I have a mobile <laughs> but uh, yeah that was the same well I think the night before we spent the time outside Temple Bar singing Uptown Girl to every girl that went past <laughs> <laughs> it's a great tune yeah mm. yeah um, they, they're not as big on Westlife out there as you think 
That's a that's a shocker. Mm, especially when you try and sing, Oh, so I say a little prayer. No, my dreams will take me there. <laughs> I think Westlife really defined that holiday for us. They did. They, there was a yeah. large amount of Westlife, actually. Um, Only coming from us. Yeah, but mm. we enjoyed it. Love Westlife. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, Nothing, yeah. No bad words about them. Um, I'm trying to... I mean, I found out they stole a lot of their songs from Daughtry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, not a bad word to say about. What about now? Isn't it? Yeah, you heard uh, their version. I'm of the... coming home. They do that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you heard their version of the reason by Hooper Stank. No, they do it. Westlife, you learn something new every day. Like last week on the podcast, we learned that the puddle of mud did Rocket Man. Now we know Westlife do no reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jesus. Um. Yeah. Anyway, like where 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 are you where are you taking this uh, the next story? Maybe I wasn't finished with that. Hannah Blewett wrestling story. There we go. I was, I was finished, yeah, yeah. We just went in. I remember just being really aggressive towards Bam. Bram. Bram. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but yeah. No, um, Poor guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have lots of fun stories. If you want to, say, start getting other people involved, let's not forget that we were in a band called Red to a Z, Matt. Yep. Hilarious. <laughs> um, do you want to say how we got on, how the band got its name? Yeah, some homeless guy trying to play an out tune guitar said, like, how about we f- form a band called the Reds with a Z? We kicked him out of the band after being with him for two minutes. <laughs> we didn't really. We, d- we didn't know him. But <laughs> he yeah. just said, like, I want to form a band called the Reds with a Z. We stole that. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> That's how the Reds with a Z took off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, the uh, the main story that um, I would like you to tell, because um, I remember this very well, but um, do you remember the first time I ever dislocated my knee, Matt? Uh, oh, the trampoline. The trampoline. Yeah. You always tell it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Right. So it's the start, of, like, probably the first day of the summer holidays, I want to say. And our mate Steve had a trampoline. So we'd go over there and wrestle on it. You know, we were, we were lifetime wrestling fans, you know, apart from Tattoo, who had never really watched it in his life. Uh, and uh, what we did on like on the SmackDown games... We Ric Flair had two special moves. One of them was a figure four leg lock, but we changed one of them to the Lita Moonsault. Why? Because you could. And we thought Ric Flair, you know, appreciate you know would appreciate the moonsault. So what well, it was a massive on ongoing joke about the Ric Flair moonsault. So it comes to Callum, he's having the first match on the in, on the card. I am apparently the announcer, I'm standing there and he goes, Matt, watch Ric Flair Moonsault. He hits it but I missed it. He goes, all right, watch again, watch again, Ric Flair Moonsault. And all he goes, ah! Oh, my God, call an ambulance, call an ambulance. Oh, what? I'm dislocating my, my knee. And we're like, uh, so all of us are sitting there in like, all silence. Poor from poor Callum, who's sitting, laying down in like a, like a square shape because he can't bend his knee on, on a, a trampoline. And then like, we're sitting there, we, we can't call an ambulance. That's like for proper emergencies. And then, and like, we're sitting there like, hang on, got an idea, lads. My mum's at home, I'll give her a call. Gave my mum a call, didn't I? Yeah. What, yeah. what, did, what did Ruth say, Matt? She said, call an ambulance. <laughs> we were still there going like, in fact, you know, at the end of the day, they're probably thinking we're making a prank call or something. Yeah. So in the end, one of the guys, George, had the absolute balls, gave him a call. They come along <laughs> with an ambulance. Uh, like Callum's like, favourite shorts up ever. No, oh, uh, jeans, yeah. yeah. And uh, I went I went ahead and arrived in an ambulance. That's probably one of the highlights of my yeah, life. Yeah, I remember you being very happy about riding the ambulance. 
20 well, minutes I laid there while you guys argued about whether you should go an ambulance for about 10 metres away from me. And I, was telling, I was quite aggressive. <laughs> yeah, the day I got to live a life on dream. I've seen like every episode of Casualty, for Christ's sakes. Yeah, oh yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, yeah, we didn't get to meet Charlie. <laughs> One day, you know, we'll get Derek Thomas on the show. I, I presume it'll be episode four, right? Who knows? No, hopefully we've got Tim Rogner from Alistair, but uh, just as big. Percy, yeah, uh, you know. Well, I always said to you that the three people in the cloud are him, Belinda Carlisle, and uh, Jarrett from Bowling for Soup. Yeah, do you want to my, explain what the cloud is? The cloud of people who I want to get on the show, yeah. like the heaven cloud. There we go. Yeah, so people sitting on the cloud with you in in heaven. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Having a good old chin wag, and then one day, like the hundred episode special, hopefully we'll be all three of them at the same time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel Belinda Carlisle hasn't got enough mentions on this podcast, really, for Mate. the amount that you love her. You ever heard Runaway Horses? I have heard Runaway Horses. It's a banging Whoa, album. Runaway Horses. Not only is it a banging album, it's a banging tune. Oh, it's a great song. Mm. I mean, we have, along with uh, Britney Spears, um, sung that many a time mm. in the car, in Taylor's car, as we're going to see someone at Chinneries. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I mean, can you can you pick between Belinda and Brittany? Belinda. Wow, straight away, you didn't think yeah. about it. Cold. All long. Brittany listens to this. Brittany, bitch. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like, something about the 80s feel, you know? Yeah, maybe. I feel like we probably grew up in the wrong era. I, I mean, I, 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 I don't want to piss Brittany off. Uh, I'm not going to lie. When, when you're sitting there at work, magic radio on in the background... And Belinda change. comes along, you know, you're like, yeah. it, you know, you, you could be having a bad day, but just hearing, you know, heaven is a place on earth, just like, puts a smile on your face, but every time you hear it, just like, ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? Never fails. Like, if anyone said, no, that song puts a sad like, look on my face, it's like, there's something wrong with you. I don't know, like, maybe like, oh, that song was on the radio the day my school bus went into, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> ploughed into a, another school bus full of orphans. <laughs> It's not Belinda's fault. It's not Belinda's fault. If anything, it would have made that experience better. Exactly. (laughs) Sounds awful, but because Belinda was on, it was probably a a two out of ten. I bet they all survived because you got to remember, heaven is a place on earth. It's true. It's Mm. true. But it was like I'm ending the show already by doing my catchphrase already. Yeah, it's my fault for leading you into the Belinda talk. Sorry, Sorry, yeah. (laughs) Well, lucky we've only got got 45 more minutes of Belinda Carlisle. (laughs) Special today, baby. Oh gee whiz! Well, like you said, you've come packed with stories for this one. Uh, yeah, I would pack with stories. I'm going to be honest with you. I uh, opened up with the uh, dislocation story mm-hmm. early. Um, let's think, uh, I'm trying to think of the other ones. I think it just sort of random stuff. Is this the one? Is this the episode of making me look like an absolute dick? Yeah, basically. Cool. Right, continue. Uh, I mean, I've had a couple of days since the last one. I've uh, laid down the stories. Uh, <laughs> no, I, 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 was, I was trying to try to get other people involved. I always find the stories funniest. Um, like, I mean. And I feel like this is just like a little bio of my life. Like uh, my nickname is Rimble for anyone who doesn't know. Um, but um, I got that because I've always maintained that Matt is a uh, is the biggest bully in my friendship group. <laughs> um, he does he does it out of love. Um, he loves taking the piss out of you. And uh, Matt called me Rimble once. I can't even remember why, but I remember it was unreaming believable. Um, mm. And um, then you and Steve both found it hilarious. So then you wouldn't stop saying it for roughly a good hour. um, What's it? uh, 
New Year's Eve one year. Yeah. Mm. And um, so you kept saying it over and over again. And um, I asked you to stop and you wouldn't stop. And I got angry and you wouldn't stop. So I was like, well, fine. I've just got to stop. Stop reacting and they'll stop calling me. And then here I am, 10 years later. And uh, Rimble Wilson went in there. There's a Facebook page out there somewhere. If I get a thousand likes, I'll get Rimble tattooed on me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that never really took off. <laughs> I don't know why. I've just got it got in my head. Do you remember um, that time we went to O'Neill's for lunch? And uh, we've been many a times, but it was that time where basically Siobhan, you know, always been like Siobhan, cute little face, happy smile, comes up to us. Yeah, guys, how you doing? Yeah, like, yeah, just come to order some food. Yeah, and the next, you know, there's that poor girl like, on the next hill, that massive, like, bodybuilder. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he was complaining because of uh, the girl who accidentally didn't double up his burger or something. Mm. But, he, but he got the burger and didn't mention it, ate the entire burger, basically, and then said, yeah, we well, didn't give me a double up burger. That's not my fault, is it? I was hungry, so I ate it. Now give me another burger. Yeah, yeah. customers king. Yeah, they were like, wow, wow. We were cracking up at that because customers king, isn't it? We're like, well, customers king, well, customers king. <laughs> well, we we're just standing there like awkwardly, like this is this is really weird. And like the only person who piped up was Siobhan. <laughs> and we're like, she's got more balls than us. <laughs> I mean, that was was that ever a debate? <laughs> I think mean, it was. was. Yeah. But nah, Siobhan's badass. <laughs> it was just so funny to see, and like that poor girl was there, like, oh whatever, I'm going to university in a couple of days or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, go on, girl. Yeah. Yeah. I did. <laughs> that was a hilarious lunch. We did then keep shouting at that girl every time we saw her. A customer as king. Yeah. Which I don't know if she appreciated, but yeah. Especially like, on her last night where she she was on a night out in Brentwood yeah, on the yeah, Friday. Yeah. Right. All right, yeah, how you doing? Yeah, customer is king. <laughs> she, that poor girl. She was always really happy every time we saw her. I don't know what yeah. her name is. But don't know what happens. Hi, uh, please watch yeah. my show. Listen to yeah. my show, damn it. <laughs> um, I'm going to stop saying, yeah, uh, no. Um, I, I just realised I do that on the Rafa podcast. Sorry. Right. Pa- Pastor Sid podcast. Listen to it for your basketball needs. Um <laughs> Please say there's now the catch line, like the tagline. I'm going to try and try and elbow it in as much as yeah. I possibly can. Oh, yeah. your basketball needs. Um, but yeah, I know we've had a lot of fun times. Um, Before you go into this one, oh. you got to remember, you're a two-time cup winner. I am a two-time cup winner, Matthew, yeah. Mm. What cup is that? Are you talking about uh, the Drum Boat of no. Memorial League? <laughs> no? The one that begins with P. Oh, I mean, I would I would say I'm the only cup winner for that. Mm. The uh, Poddington Cup. The Poddington um, Cup. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's fiercely... I mean, do I even need to explain the Poddington Cup? I presume everyone tubesy. <laughs> can, can, we, can we tell everyone about FC Fullerton, whatever they're called? <laughs> I mean, if you go on, then. Oh, so, basically, um, the, it was March Madness. It's a basketball, college basketball tournament, right? Yes. Brackets, where And they had this team called uh, SC Fullerton. Um, and um, I, I supported them because at the end of the day my favourite song of all time is Someone of Fullerton by Banquet Alistair yeah so and I was thinking they were a 16th seed weren't they which just yeah. to tell everyone that's the they, lowest you can be yeah. yeah these bastards got to the semi-finals right and the funniest thing about it was they brought this nun with them as the mascot and the nun would sit there just looking like she she was there like you know probably like 98 years old, bless her, yeah. living the dream. And like all, all the people, all the players would give her like a kiss before a kiss the game. A, a kiss and a hug before and after the game, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she was their good luck charm. You know what? That girl worked her magic. They got to the semi-finals. I maintain every single one of that team went through that, none. 
No, I guarantee it. <laughs> they gave her more than a kiss. You saw it. You saw it in the ways that eyes lit right, up. up. Yeah. So, yeah. hello, James. Yes, Good I seeing can. you again. There is no way she was just a, like a little mascot helper. She was a <laughs> filthy. She said, oh. She's a woman of God, Cal. <laughs> well, she's a woman with needs, apparently. Well, there you and go. Need that entire basketball can't fill. The basketball team, sorry. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the Poddington Cup is where me and Matt each year watch March Madness and then we both well, randomly pick teams, it kind of seems, isn't it? and drink heavily throughout it. Um, and whoever wins gets the Poddington Cup, which is your mum's Paddington Bear little uh, <laughs> statue, statue that, uh, yeah, that, I, that I've won two years in a row. And, uh, yeah. It's downstairs, actually. Oh, yeah, it lives here. It's like yeah. the ashes. It doesn't actually leave this house. It's just... Uh, <laughs> It's just, uh, yeah, it's the pride. It's the pride of winning it. It is. So you were saying about the Brentwood bar scene before I cut you up. Yes. Um, yeah, 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 just uh, thinking about, um, I mean, like as you say, we've been we've been friends for a while now. We've gone through a fair, a fairly wide variety of Brentwood bars. I mean, um, with Essex Arms, Poise, predominantly to start off with, yeah. then O'Neill was obviously, then, then the Linton Tree. I'm trying to think of a hilarious Eclipse story. Um, that in no way will get me put in jail. So, um, <laughs> and, and there are so many, and it's not just stealing mints because I know everyone sells mints, and that was never. That, that time you and Gareth did the um, biggie test, the uh, HIV test. Oh yeah, well, well we. And he come back with a little lollipop, and you come up with this massive one, and he got really upset because like, what did you get that? Is that same people as you did? Like, how did you get that one? And asked for it. Yeah, well, I mean, like, if you if you're ever in a club and they're doing free HIV tests and you give them and you get a lollipop, point to the biggest one and go, "Can I have that one?" And they were like, "Yeah, all right." And he was like, "Size of my head." It was like, "Yep, cool, good times." And um, there was a jacuzzi night where we went there and he yep. stole my clothes and hid it all around Eclipse. Uh, I don't that, remember that, doing that myself, but it sounds well, like Steve. I remember trying to find them, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Um, do you remember why you should do the Backstreet Boys dance? Yep. Yep. Mm. And girls used to love that. Do you remember the next day going into a game to buy X-Men Origins Wolverine? That I, I bought on the PS3 and yeah. you were with me. And I think it was Thomas Lint. He was like, are you guys in Eclipse last night? Like, yeah, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? Yeah, You're like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Man, like, <laughs> you, can't, you can't write that. Like, when you hear everybody, and literally everyone just turns around and watches... You well, literally you by yourself dancing that song, and uh, they even put the spotlight on you. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of the time of Matty Pierce. <laughs> what? What one? The Wait. best night of his life ever. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, Where uh, he he got up and was dancing like doing some sort of like crazy shuffle, and like all you saw was the spotlight go on him. He's like <laughs> doing this like crazy foot thing. <laughs> Like, you're standing up there. I'm pretty sure a girl's grinding on you. <laughs> All you saw was Matt doing the shuffle, and you're there, like, just like not even paying attention. They're like, oh fuck. <laughs> well, Matt Pierce had, he had his moves, didn't he? Because he'd already dropped a glass of water. Didn't he? Um, I, I mean, we're going to talk Matty Pierce stories. Cream boy. <laughs> Cream boy, isn't it? Yes. Um. <laughs> So the the, the um, I'll put you in the scene. So it used to be like December twenty third. You'd throw an annual Christmas house party. 
I mean, yeah, we'd be around Christmas whenever my parents were out, yeah, when my mum was out, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, it was, I remember Matt, Matt brought uh, six bottles of Bex Blue, which is non-alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think he realised they were non-alcoholic, and he thought, you know, uh, well, I must be drunk. And he was there, he turned, he turned around to me and Steve and was there like, I've got through three of these bottles of Bex. Don't tell me I'm not drunk. So. All right, then it does say Bex Blue, but I'm not even going to comment on that. I mean, we were all, yeah, very... Well, we were 18 at the time, weren't we? Yeah. So, basically, Lewis has been, like, a uh, house party general, making sure the, house, the place doesn't get trashed. Yeah. And uh, what, what he realises is, basically, uh, like, there's some cream left on the, the, the in the in the free, fridge door well yeah I mean like if you've ever been to a house party and you've got the fridge uh, obviously people start putting their beer in there don't they it starts getting crowded we have a lot of people we had like 30 plus people there like 30 uh, there was a lot of people so they were so they're putting like their beers in there so stuff gets pushed to the front and then to the further front and someone had clearly closed it with the cream right on the edge um Matt Pierce was wearing a leather jacket as well, wow, like a full, badass, length, yeah. a full length leather jacket. He basically looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Terminator. Yeah, mm. and he's opened the fridge and then just got hit in square in the chest with a pot of double cream, which went all down <laughs> him. And then Steve P again, went, hey, cream boy. And then that's what. Uh, well, my favourite thing was George going, why is he calling him Crimrom? No, he's not calling him Crimrom, he's calling, calling him Cream Boy. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Uh, Oh man, what? I was about to say about you. Remember my my Mike Scott's house party? Yes, um, that well, again that was that was part of me making that call. I always always thought I was cool. I mean, you were always cool, but yeah. I would like to start you know like Make America Great Again campaign. <laughs> it was like the Making That Cool Great Again <laughs> campaign. Yeah. We um uh, like we before like because at the end of the day, I was just a little you know I was still really nervous and things like that at the time like. I, I didn't really touch a drop of alcohol until I really turned 18. But um, <laughs> you you were carrying like some booze on you. And they're like, well, what about oh, police? You're telling, you're telling that part of the story, you monster. Uh, <laughs> what, what about police stoppers? You know, look, Matt, all right? police are not going to be looking for kids with alcohol. They'll be searching for people who are murderers and things like that. We're going to be fine, all right? And uh, so basically, uh, when Sainsbury's bought a bottle of lemonade, if I didn't buy that bottle of lemonade, then uh, probably wouldn't have got stopped. <laughs> Uh, I had a bag full of alcohol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of had a bag full of alcohol. Got to the bridge before the Brentwood Centre. And then uh, happened to a, a cop car just stopped next to us. Right, lads, where are you going to tonight? Just going to a friend's house. Well, can I check them bags, please? <laughs> Stop search does. And then, like, uh, <laughs> um, what happened was earlier in the night, Callum said, like, well, if they do stop us and search us for alcohol, I'll give you a million pounds, all right? So uh, they stopped the search us for alcohol, confiscated Callum's alcohol. He, 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 you know, he's paid his debt off. To be fair, he's yeah, doing well. Yeah, took <laughs> ages to get rid of that. Oh yeah, that was really annoying. <laughs> um, and then, like, uh, what happened was basically at the party, uh, I went over to Dave's house first because I thought well, I haven't really been invited. And then, like, you had to get confirmation. Well, I was like, yeah, I didn't want to just turn up with people, so I was like, let me go over and then uh, like check it's all right, and then yeah. Yeah, he's got the come over message. So me and Dave went over, and then uh, we literally—I remember walking in and like hearing George Marr go, "This is the greatest house party I've ever been to," and even Matt H H is here. That—that <laughs> that was the day I'd say uh, it all started, Matt. That was six former. I remember the funniest thing was basically me and Dave. Obviously, like we didn't really we didn't drink really at that point. So basically, we saw in this box of Strongway. 
<laughs> All we did is like, no one's looking. Grab a can. <laughs> so, should we do half each? Yeah, all right. That sounds badass. Yeah. Well, we were all underage at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we start sharing a can of Strongbow each, hiding the fact that we stole it off someone. So you imagine someone going, "Hey, where the fuck's my beer?" <laughs> but we, I think we went through about three cans, like like sharing it, and then I had to get you home, and then you can walk in a straight line. Well, you throw me under the bus with this story. I remember me being, yeah, no, I drank a lot of vodka mm. um, that night, yeah. Uh, that was a good time it's a good time I remember again we ended up wrestling on the trampoline it's what we did it's what we did people um, yeah yeah no, cool why is Scott the most gentle giant in the world can I say good things about that lad <laughs> Mike if you're listening you want to be on the show give me the heads up but yeah anyway this is your episode <laughs> well what do you want to hear about mate I've, I've got stories for days stories for days tell us one of them Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, okay, all right. Um, so we're, we've done Centre Parks, we've done WrestleMania. Um, oh, all right. It's a ha-ha in your face. <laughs> um, we'd, uh, we were talking earlier when we went to Italy um, on a school trip. So we would have been in year eight. All right, yep. Yep. Um, I know where we're going. <laughs> yeah, damn right you do. Um, I remember, um, like I say, uh, I, I, I was sort of, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was cool at school, but I played football, right? Mm. So I hang around with cooler kids. Um, and um, we went away uh, to this geography trip, and this girl called Lucy Morale, who was probably the fittest girl on the trip, um, started chatting to me, and we got on really well, and we were friends, and we started chatting, and I was like, I have no idea why this is happening, but like, <laughs> this is working out well. Um, so then, and then, halfway through the trip um we're all in my room so i say like oh we've got this like 10 people in this room and um lucy i'm on my bed lucy's like sitting between my legs just cuddling um those people in there we're all chatting and uh, matt comes in um obviously me and matt are friends cool all good we're chatting all day chatting away Matt's there, and she's and lucy's like matt you look really uncomfortable standing up come sit down and like taps the bed just like in front of her obviously um so she's sitting like with her legs out spread a little bit and like she's like tap there as in to sit like sort of like how she is with me. No, 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 come on. She said, I've got a space for you right here. And tap there, yeah. Right, uh, you know. <laughs> I still maintain she probably meant to sit down, but Matt, he, well, you picked up a signal there and you dove head first towards her lady parts, um, <laughs> which, uh, yeah, which freaked, <laughs> which strangely freaked her out. <laughs> no, yeah, she was all right. She that laughed was, about it. She, she, we all laughed. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that was one of the strangest things I've ever seen, but brilliant. We also dropped a watermelon out a window. Well, not we did, but um, Luke did, I believe, on that one. Um, and I hit Michael in the head with a wine gun. Yeah, I was going about to go there. You know? yeah. Basically, Steve uh, had a way of getting onto the bunk bed. Steve, Steve, there's a bunk bed. Basically, Steve just had the top bunk because, you know, uh, he like bounced off. <laughs> Basically, he ran up to the wall, bounced off it, jumped onto the top bunk. <laughs> what happened was is basically Mike's sitting there underneath but he, they didn't tell us anything about they had spikes underneath the like you know the top bunk or whatever so he's sitting there he's bounced up bam bam onto the thing and bam literally the bed's gone down cracked out on the head like ah oh, fuck and he's run out the window he's seen you and like oh hey, Callum Steve's just crushed me in Mike how are I up boom straight into straight into his forehead good 15 metres that's yeah. a great shot yeah yeah <laughs> I would say 15 probably about you know about 
three meters. I don't. Know. I, I remember it being a good fifty-five meters. <laughs> we were kids. It was fifty meters. <laughs> yeah, that's a great holiday. Um, <laughs> although I remember, do you, um, we, uh, you were definitely, I think, in the pool for this when there was like a radio, like sort of stage yeah, yeah. at this water park. Yeah. We went to water park on the last day, and everyone's just lying casually in the water, relaxing, having a great time, and um, then they get people up on the stage to do a bit of a dance. As we found out later, it's on like radio and like uh, for the local area. And um, so that we're we're kids, so they get us up. We do the YMCA. Uh, me and Lucy. Obviously, I'm only there because I want to try and. There's two more with you. I think it was Lauren Davis and someone else as I well. I don't remember anyone else, but as I say, I was only purely there because I was like, "Well, I want to sing Call to Lucy." Hmm. Um, and then the guy starts asking me, like, um, "So who's going to win the next World Cup?" And I was like, ah. Oh. I know, it was basically when uh, Italy won the World Cup. Was... Italy had just won the World Cup. And he was like, oh, what do you think about football? Italy won the World Cup. Who's going to win the next one? And I was like, well, Italy are really good. Like, so and before I'd even like got my sentence out, Lucy's like, grabbed the microphone and we're going, England are going to win the World Cup. England are the best. Woo! And then the guy's like, oh, you think England are going to win? Okay, see what you think about this. And then puts on Seven Nation Army, which apparently is some sort of like rally song for them out there. Because mm. everyone who has not moved from lying in this pool stands up and goes insane. Da, da, start throwing stuff everywhere. And then he's like, yeah, get off the stage, get off the stage. And we're like, what? But there's only a crowd of angry, crazy people over there. Yeah, get off the stage. And uh, yeah. Do you know what the funniest thing was, like, was about yeah, I'm, that? I'm going to die. We we all pretended in the pool that we didn't know you and started splashing the water too. <laughs> we were like, yeah, no, no, we're not having any of this. <laughs> yeah, we don't know who they are. Yeah, and then oh, tell, tell, tell us about the water slide with Will Strong. Oh, well. Your, your, world's, your biggest enemy. Will yeah, Strong. Will's real strong. Oh. Why is he your enemy? <laughs> well, because he, I remember he's my main enemy because I remember when uh, he come round here once. Yeah. And uh, then after he come around here, I used to come around his house all the time and I was always <laughs> polite. And then um, Matt, Matt's mum, Ruth, would always rave about how polite and lovely Will Strong was. <laughs> I was like, screw you, Will Strong, all right? But I practically used to live around here and I never, and she was always like, that Will Strong so lovely. So he was my nemesis. Um, but no, we both went down a water slide. We just got to the water park, down the biggest water slide. Well, we raced down there. And then, um, yeah, Will comes out the water at the bottom with a wallet in his hand and goes, I just found a wallet. Oh, okay, that's weird. Oh, no, it's my wallet. It's like, Will, you tit. So you absolute tit. He dry his, like, money. Yeah, I hear out all of his notes for the rest of the day, yeah. Do you um, remember who I went down the uh, water slide with? No. Who did Joe you? Hare. Joe Hare. Oh, lovely Joe Hare. Yeah, man, like, he... Um... <laughs> he didn't stop talking about his dog and going to like he was like you know basically Greyhounds. a proper greyhound racing family guy and literally all he's done is spend his month like you know time just at you know the greyhound track he just all he could think about the whole holiday is just getting back just to watch his dog what he wanted to do yeah, yeah. and I remember like you know he, he, we had this joke because basically he had the heaviest case because I'm fat uh, but um, like he went oh what have you got in there a dog I was like yeah it's called Pepper <laughs> Guy from our snow. Yep. Yep. Yeah, well, I see. Yeah, I know where you're going with that. He kept asking me about Pepper, and I was like, I don't think I've had the heart to tell him that Pepper never existed. <sighs> yeah. Tell us about the kid. The kid I kicked in the face. Yeah. Um, I love this story. It was, <laughs> it was just everyone was jumping off this little ledge, you know. There, there was like a runway, a catwalk, if you like, yeah. um, into the water. So you ran along and you jumped off into this deep water, and uh, 
um, we're doing flips off here and we like do, do like a cartwheel then a flip so I've gone up I'm like alright cartwheel flip right so I'm coming around at some speed with my like my feet are and I've come around to kid walk like swum past that bit I jumped off and I've done like a sort of backwards kick and just kicked him square in the face of his heel he was underwater for like a good it, it must have only been like five seconds but it seemed like a minute and a half because yeah. I slammed him in the face and he was just like Oh god, I've killed this. I've like I've killed someone. Um, yeah, I thought like, I could broken my ankle, and then um, you just see him come up under the water and just start bawling his eyes out, and like his sister come over, and it was like, oh god. But I mean, who who um, walks swims uh, under where everyone's jumping off? I was just standing there laughing. You just saw you getting nursed by Lucy Morrell, and then like me, me and Tattoo, I think, were just sitting at the stand and they're just like cracking up, just be like, oh, he just kicked that kid in the face. What a badass. Like, I can imagine watching Banged Up Abroad and you being like, uh, well, I was banged up abroad for kicking a kid in the face and he drowned. <laughs> it was his fault. He walked under the dive zone. <laughs> he did, to be fair. Oh, my God, Italy. What a trip. Yeah, good times. You performed uh, McFly, if I remember. I did, show. in a rocking Spider-Man shirt. Yeah, yeah. and you won that town show. That right. I remember yours was like, okay, there's uh, 20 euros um, lying around the hotel. Just go find, go find it, it, yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and like, everyone just literally walked in the same position. Like, where was, oh, yeah, okay, I good. imagine it'd be a bit more of a mad scramble. Very much like Funhouse was what I was going for. Yeah. But yeah, it didn't work. Yeah, it was a talent show. There's only one thing you had to do, and that was sing. So I did. I destroyed that air guitar about six times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, oh, gee Louise. Tell us about your bromance with Doug. Andrew Terrell. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, yeah I, I, Doug's a good dude. He likes basketball. We got on. Um, I actually become best friends with Doug, Matt, if you'll remember, because mm-hmm. you sold me out. Um, and you, because uh, you sold me out as your best friend to become friend, best friends with Adam Mack. Well, it was. It was the best friend trade. It was like, before we oh, went on yeah. holiday, get, that, get to know your new best friend. That is not how it started. Definitely did. <laughs> you sold me out to be best friends with Adam Mack. And then, so I become best friends trade. with Doug. And then... Um, Wilkie had Sam, but Wilkie Sam didn't Sam. come. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, like... It was, you know, bad, bad, you know, like, you know, matchmaking by me. Yeah, and it turns out that me and Doug really get on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, Doug works for LV. Um, and, uh, yeah, now, now we talk about basketball a lot of times. We've had we had those those emotional hug moments. I watched Doug try and eat, uh, you know, something, and then he realised it had hash browns in it. Um, <laughs> and start, uh, yeah, and get very emotional about it, yeah. Do you remember when in Florida, you, you and Doug did the uh, the basketball challenge, you both aced it, and you won that banana? Yeah, yeah, that giant banana that you like, was like and half the like, size of me, yeah. Yeah, he just said, we can't, we can't take it back to the UK. Literally, we've got no space for it, we've got to like, go do the WrestleMania job as well. Yeah, so Wilkie tied it up with sellotape, didn't he? Like, yeah. tape over the mouth, tied the hands up. <laughs> Turned that little feet up and then stuffed it in the wardrobe. No, so, put, it, put it under the sink. Was it under the sink? Yeah. yeah. So then when we left the hotel, we're like, the cleaner's going to come in and find that. And think, what the hell has happened in this room? Yeah, yeah. I, I just remember that, you know, when we were out there, and that guy was convinced you were right, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if anyone, if you've listened to this. You Mark, no absolute boy. <laughs> I don't look like Daniel Radcliffe, but he was. He called me Downton, didn't he? He called you like. Yeah. He first said you look like Daniel Radcliffe, then he said you look like every cast member of Downton Abbey. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Downton, what's going on? They were really funny guys. I just remember that you know we brought his first mate out, and he was there like you know, 
Uh, Will Key, you know, he'll be the first person to admit on this show that he's a massive connoisseur of the uh, the um, performance enhancer drug of weed. No, Jack. Uh, yeah, right. And uh, so basically, he he'd been cold turkey for about two days. Yeah, probably. Uh, outside uh, Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Twin, yep. Twin Peaks, if uh, anyone doesn't know, is we, basically we're smoking hooters, cigars. Um, but lumberjack girls, yeah. Yeah. We're smoking cigars. I'd have been in a flavour one as well. It was banging. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, that, like, you know, this first guy, Mark, top lad, give, gives like Wilkie a part of his vape pen. He's like, yes, that, that's it. And the other guy, who's like, oh, God, this man, you got you got to see it. It's like this fake cigarette he just started putting in there. And then, like, just like, he goes, here you go. And, like, just absolutely stung the place out of weed. And then next, you know, the staff come out going, like, hey, you can't be doing that here. Yeah, and then the, the guy's just going, there's nothing to see here. There's nothing to see here. And we're just, oh, really oh, embarrassed. Like, yeah, and, yeah, and we're there, stop between one and be like, look, we don't know who this guy is. Like, he's just, like, yeah, like, chatting to us. Yeah, Mark was cool. At, yeah, <laughs> and not wanting to be, like, dicks to them. Yeah, so that's why we're banned from Twin Peaks. <laughs> and then, like, a few days later, when we said, oh, yeah, we're going to, um, uh, like, you know, uh, what was that other place? Disneyland. Tilted Kilt. Oh, yeah, yeah, just down the road. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're going to the Tilted Kilt, man. Like, you know, it's going to be uh, Hinge, because, like, you know, and it, he's like, oh, yeah, okay, all right, you know, it sounds good, I'll see you there. Like, you know, it was just plan on meeting him, and, like, just him only. Yeah. But he brought two other lads, and, like, yeah. the two other lads are the funniest people ever. Because, like, one of them were like, hey, my name's, like, you know, Chad England, or, like, something like that. And he goes, we wouldn't believe it, right? I got so, like, you know, messed up on meth once and the cops are chasing me down the road and I was like, I ain't gonna let them get me. So basically, I put a gun towards my head and I shot it. So he went, literally, Phil here. And like, y- you know the bone next to your eye in, like, on the side Where, of your like, skull? Where your temple should be. Yeah. He literally had a hole. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. And it's like, why- also, why are you telling us this? <laughs> and I believe him and his mate right, said like, oh yeah, like, uh, not Mark. Mark hung out with us, but um, he said like, "Oh yeah, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go and get a load of booger sugar." But well, he didn't call it booger sugar, and then, uh, kind of prostitute and go halves on her. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. And we're like, cool. I think you think you invited us. Cool. We're probably just gonna continue to drink here and then go to our hotel that's across the road. Um, do you know what the best thing about that was? What was the best thing about? Oh, the ducks. The ducks. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Uh, yeah, exactly. You st- no, to be fair, God, you still do have you have a poo duck as well, mm-hmm, shit which duck. is yeah. Um, this reminds me of the gaming bar we talked about last episode. But um, Matt was so intent uh, there was a claw machine where you could win rubber ducks, and he, um, so he kept like getting a dollar and going over playing it. But one of the uh, girls was leaving work and started chatting to him. Like, oh, you're getting ducks there? Matt's like, yeah, I'm getting ducks. Yeah, sure. Oh, my, uh, I'd love to take one of them home to my cat. And I was like, yeah, cool, right, I'm getting ducks. So then I was like, I see what's happening here. So I just go, Callum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Callum. She was Callum. really, really can, cute. Can you talk man? to this like, girl? <laughs> you know, she, she was adorable, you know. Anyway, so like, yeah, she goes like, uh, so I'm just basically, I figured out what the thing was. Basically, if you want a shit duck, the game wouldn't register that you've won, so you can just keep going, like and keep, yeah. you know, just win a load of random shit ducks. Um, I'll, I'll take a picture. I'll put it on the Instagram what I mean by shit duck. Uh, and, and like, and so this girl is uh, like <laughs> you know, trying to talk to me. I'm just there, like, yeah, yeah, yeah all right, yeah. Well, Callum, can you come and talk to the, the girl, please? And then like, you had a nice little conversation with her. She was really cute. She was lovely. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one that got away. Oh. Ah, uh, no, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a good story. I, I can't even remember how we got onto that. 
Do you remember what we started on? Uh, your bromance with Doug. Oh, yeah, Doug. Yes! I mean, Doug is strong to this day, by uh-huh. the way. He, uh, he brought me a Raptors jacket the other day. Thank you, Doug. What an absolute boy. Yeah, I know. What a hero. Um, and, yeah, through lockdown, we were watching basketball together, classic basketball games. He's a big Jordan fan. He is. Uh, he loves the Bulls. Loves the Bulls. Um, and, yeah, yeah. So, uh, absolutely love Doug. Um, <laughs> Tell us about your hatred towards Adam Mack. Sorry, I just try not to swear on this show. That's, the, the kid's a prick. Yeah, let's be perfectly honest with you. You think, oh, I'm a British architect. I'm really cool. But it's... I don't know architect. He's a quantum server. Whatever. All right. He doesn't like good wrestlers. All right. He always comes at me with these little snidey comments. And he invites me over his luxurious house. Yeah, he's got a big house. Yeah, to watch lovely wrestling. And Oh, God, that, that kid. Who still plays Pokemon Go? No one. So you got your like your NFL lot and things like that. They're they're a good bunch. I mean, yeah, they're amazing. Like, I, I, I was going to ask you in the last episode if you could get rid of either rugby league, yeah, or NFL. Oh, probably rugby league. Wow. Just um, I do love rugby league. Um, but I, uh, I don't know. I just like, oh, NFL is amazing. Are you scared about basically a lot of Americans like being, you know, angry at you? No, it's just bigger, man. You know, like I could replace NFL, uh, maybe rugby league. Yeah, probably. I love them both. I don't want to get rid of. Can't we get rid of like? I'll get rid of T Twenty cricket. Yeah, like, I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah, come on. Like, I mean, that's that's <laughs> what me and me and your nan bonded about, man. <laughs> Still, uh, don't forget that. Um, your nan broke my heart that day. She told me she loved you and Klopp, and oh. Your crew of like, you know, you, Mike, Emily, Ben, Scott, um... Joe, Nick, Adam, Robbie. Yeah, so many of you. That's the lot. <laughs> you, you guys, literally, you can, you get, you, you probably have loads of stories. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot. Um, yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's one of these things that you kind of look at and you're like, it's quite out of hand. <laughs> like, I mean, like, uh, three of us have tattoos now. Due to bets we've lost from this group, um, <laughs> like two of us have had to shave all our hair off. Um, I currently have to. I lost a bet to Emily. Well done, Emily. Here's your here's your shout out. Um, is, that, and, is that the forfeit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Emily, by the way, so lovely person, incredibly talented music singer. There she is. Works with charity, like brilliant person. Normally, get her in this scenario, and she's got she's got to the West stage where. Every time she bets something and loses, I have to also do it. So she's deliberately like taking shot bets so that I get in trouble as well. She's deliberately harming herself to also harm me. This is a person who works who works like music therapy with kids. This is what this lead does to people. All right, it's a night it's a nightmare. And I'm caught now, but it's it's great funny. Um, so that's one of the things why I said like you're a rugby NFL. Um, if it wasn't for all these guys, I wouldn't enjoy NFL. It's just the best way to hang out with all of my friends, like, you know, chatting and getting on. And once a year, we get together at the Super Bowl. We try our time, Thanksgiving, but um, and get blindly drunk and watch some, watch some football. I, I remember uh, Emily is an absolute, you know, godsend. Like, um, I, I get really overwhelmed at gigs when I, when I play Disney songs and, like, um, like, someone will come up to me and say, oh, yeah, I'm, like, your number one fan or, or you know, things like that. And I, I remember being at the, the retailer in Romford. Yes. Yeah. And uh, this kid with like Down syndrome said, like, you know, I've come to see you. I'm your number one fan. I was like, oh, but you could at least pick someone better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, 
And then uh, he he loved uh, Toy Story and um, Frozen. So um, what happened was I gave him a shout out during the um, You've Got a Friend in Me. Mm-hmm. And then like, I think he, he wanted to let it go. Um, but it's one of them songs. You know, I used to play it quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. when it was big. Yeah, and then I just stopped playing it. So I got to it and I was like, I don't remember the words. So I'm like, Emily, can you do me a favour and just get up here and sing the song if I play the chords? Yeah. And then she got the kid up there, and they both did it together. And I was thinking, success. <laughs> or pain. Yeah, I mean, I'm not giving her any more shout-outs. Um, so, yeah, screw you. Uh, but, yeah, we're all very talented. Scott Scott is obviously works in the NHS. Mm. Thank you for being a paramedic, Scott. I have your name tattooed on my foot. Um, so um, that's been there for way too long. I need to cover that up. <laughs> and then... Um, yeah, yeah, like you say, Mike works at electricity, um, Ben's in the old uh, railway system. Um, mm-hmm. So we're all got very mature adults outside of this league. In this league, we end up baking like cakes every other week. <laughs> you even had a cheese festival, if I can remember. Cheese it. festival, yeah. cheese rolling festival in Brentwood, which we're all invited to next year. Um, <laughs> yeah, chasing the cheese down the hill because, you know, why not? Because yeah, someone lost a bit in the league. This is what most of my life is. <laughs> From here until February, it's why are you doing things? Well, you know the reason. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, um, you guys are crazy. Well, right, what I was thinking, Matt, is we had a lot of funny stories. Do you, do you want to have a serious story or do you want to have another another funny story? Or Yeah, go. we can do both probably. I mean, can, can we do both? Yeah, um, of course we can. All right, cool. I was going to say that because we've, we've had a lot of um, a lot of good times together um, and had a lot of sad times as well. Like we've been through a lot of sh- uh, a lot of stuff. Um, but is there any particular you want to talk about or? That's whatever you want. Do you remember? Um, I remember because I moved to Ipswich uh, with a girl um, a while ago. Mm-hmm. Good, good six years ago now. And do you remember that you wrote me a letter? I did. Yeah. I've still got that, you know, drunken letter. You wrote me um, um, on the night out cause, about how much you were going to miss me. Oh, okay. Do you not remember that? I think <laughs> I partially do. I think I wrote it right there. Yeah, yeah. You were very drunk, and yeah. it definitely looks like a like a nine year old wrote it or something like that. <laughs> like, it's like, like big blue biro on the back yeah. of this like a uh, picture. Um, but yeah, I remember. I remember you writing that, and I remember that making me really sad. It was all like, "You've been such a good friend, and I love you, and uh, like." Um, I can't wait to see you again. Please don't die. Um, and I was like, oh, cool. I was like, I remember doing that. And I remember moving. I said to her girlfriend at the time, I was like, I remember I was like, I showed her, I was like, ah, uh, maybe, maybe I should stay. Uh, no, fine, fine. Like, I'll move up to a, to a switch. <laughs> um, what do you remember about, about me moving? Um, I was having to do all the work to get everything in there. I remember, yeah. yeah. And then uh, she just turned up at the end and said like, Got with like a confetti cannon. Yeah, I because <laughs> to feel everyone. I when I moved in, I moved in um, on the third floor of like a townhouse. So we obviously had to carry sofas, beds, tellies, everything up fridge, fridge yeah, fridge up three flights of stairs. Mm. I slept that night. I tell you, and I stank. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um... I was giving motivational speeches of that because I was flying up and down the stairs because like, I've I can't stop with all of you guys there. Yeah. I always remember the time we were over there. Me, you, I think Craig was there, and it was her birthday. And uh, I remember my, my mum giving me a call saying, like, 
uh, your grandma's about to die. Well, is there anything you want to say? So just tell her I love her, and you know, uh, I hope you know. Just you know, I'm always one who probably thinks for the best. Mm-hmm. So just just tell her get well soon. You know. Uh, and then like uh, about five minutes later, I got a call back from my mum. Your, your your grandma's dead. But, oh, shit. Um, like the first, first I said like sorry mum you know at the end of the day it was your mum you know uh, I can't really you know think what you're going through really and then I went like what well, I'll speak to you soon yeah, yeah we just left it there and then like I was there like I don't really know how to party on a Saturday night now because this is a birthday party and like, I'm going to be like, probably like the party pooper but evidently you know uh, we, we drunk yeah uh, and then like um uh, a week later, you become a single man or something because I went to the funeral, and then you didn't want to tell me until I got back. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. She wasn't long after that. She her birthday. Yeah, she broke up with me. Yeah, um, yes, I I do remember that because that was a strange night because that party wasn't great anyway. Uh, maybe because of what was coming. But yeah, <laughs> yeah but um, I remember because we went out to um, the Bear as well, didn't we? Which was a club. Uh, Bowling um, alley. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a, yeah, a bowling alley with like a pool table. They had this giant bear in there as well, but I used to like it. had a bar. There. And that's, <laughs> that's where we, good yeah, enough for us. That was it, yeah. It was cool, it was fun. Um, but yeah, I, I, strange, I remember the time Ipswich. I used to, I really liked Ipswich, um, but I just missed all you guys mm. before I had to come back. Um, well, the problem with that place is literally everybody set was down so quickly. Maybe, man. They're just like You're about 10 years like, behind. Like, kids have just discovered grunge. <laughs> I, I swear, I was like, what's wrong with you? I felt so hip. I was like, like, oh my God, like, I, I like, you could go to London. Mm. It's like everybody I know from Ipswich is married and has kids. How many people do you know from Ipswich? Shout out to Carl, lives in Ipswich. Uh, Sean Robinson, yeah. Yeah. top boy. Yeah, he's married, has kids, yeah. Love that guy. Yeah, squash. <laughs> Me and him in a gay bar and I like bought me Jager bomb. <laughs> oh, we, we look like bears. It was great. <laughs> Do you, do you want to end it on a hilarious work story? If you want. All right. Um, just remind everyone you're talking about Sean. Uh, I, um, many years ago, won the star employee, uh, LV. Um, and when you win this, you get a meal and a night out paid for you. So I had to go to Bristol. And um, they put us up in a uh, premier room. And uh, we had a meal. Like we just with, there was no one else I knew there, so it's just random other people that have won this award, and we're drinking. And the only person I knew was Lee, who was my area manager. So my manager's manager, manager, and um, we're drinking away, and then they start being like, "Yeah, come on!" Like, cause at first you're like, "Obviously, I don't want to drink because I don't want to make a tit out myself." And then they're like, "Come on, have some shots," and like, you know, you're a very important people, and you're like, "Oh yeah, all right, yeah." So you have some, and then obviously, fast forward to three hours later, it's twelve o'clock, and I'm blindly drunk. Um, I stayed up in a hotel bar drinking with another girl. Everyone told loads of stories about me, which was really annoying. Um, and then um, drunk. But this is where the story gets fun. So Lee says to me, he's going to bed like about 12. Callum, make sure you're up in the morning. Sweet. Yeah, of course. Obviously, I'm not up in the morning. I'm past our alcohol. So he's knocking on my door. Um, well, knocks, 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 knocks. Yeah. No answer. Knocks, 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 knocks. I can't. I answer my box of shorts. I see it's Lee. Um, I don't remember the digit. I only know from his point of view, but you see it's him and just slam the door in his face. <laughs> and then, um, so obviously he's like, what the fuck? Keeps knocking again. Like, it's like a couple of minutes. I answer again. Like, I've got like a shirt on and my trousers on. I was like, oh, sorry, I'll be like downstairs in two minutes. 
Um, goes downstairs, waits in the car, like about like 20 minutes later, I come yeah. jump in the back of the car um, uh, with him and now his manager as well. So I'm now it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I left my phone there. I left like a tie. I had to call up the thing to get him to send it all back to me. Yeah. Um, and then um, I got in the back of the car. They drive around, just pulled out. And then I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to be sick. So I've got my bag. I'm trying to be quiet because I'm already late. And like, you're right, Callum. I was like, I'm just going to jump out quickly. He's like, oh, yeah, we're in traffic. If you need to jump out, jump out. Ran around the corner of a bush, puked, got back in the car, and then pretended to be asleep the entire way home. So this is like a good <laughs> five-hour journey because I was like, I, I am so embarrassed. I know I want to deal with this scenario at all. Mm. One that um, apparently Lee was furious with me, but I managed to uh, just uh, smooth that over and be like a be a good citizen since then. <laughs> but um, and yeah, so one way to stunt your professional career: go out, get massively drunk, uh, and then yeah, turn up late for your lift time and be sick. I remember winning the, uh, this award called the Hidden Heroes Award, mm-hmm. which to this day you say is bullshit that I won it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. it's a joke. I think, you know, obviously I was nominated because it was literally the day year my mum died and uh, they just said, like, are you free on this day? I went, do I get a day off work? Went, yeah, I went, all right then, yeah, okay. And, and like, we went to Ice Bar in London and, uh, well, like, it's one of them things, like, you, they say, oh, do you want food? And you're like, but I have to pay for that. But they're like, no, no, you don't have to pay. Like, oh, yeah, well, well, food, yeah. yeah. Load me <laughs> yeah. up, yeah. yeah. You get to the ice bar, and um, uh, me, um, I'm like, you know, obviously talking to a guy called Teva for ages, and then um, Sean Robinson, you know, was there like, uh, mate, have you uh, finished your shot, like your drink? He's like, yeah. He's like, go grab another one. I like, really? I didn't realise that was the plan, like, you know. So, yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> Went back to the bar. Can I have another one, one please? You know, obviously, Ice Bar, you got to wait a bit of time because, you know, they're not all pre-made. <laughs> uh, and then, um, so that like, you know, I think I powered for about three or four in the end. I don't really remember. But uh, and then, like, later on, we went to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant and uh, there's a uh, manager there called Paul Cummins. Is that it, Paul Cummins? Yeah, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've gone to him, mate. A picture of Gordon Ramsay, dead, steal it. <laughs> and he, I went look I put off the I put off the cloak clerk you steal it he's like I'm done so I'm just like oh, yeah. <laughs> just pretending to like stretch or whatever and he's sliding this picture of Gordon Ramsay up his back he's got outside he's got a picture of Gordon Ramsay and then like he's taking it back to his office and everything like that later on we've had, like because it was basically people were doing all their Christmas parties and things like that like this early and um <laughs> Uh, in the end, like I said, like the only place that was literally open and literally was like free and it was dead was a gay bar. So I got Sean in there, and Sean, Sean's like, you know, really upset. He's like, Matt, you can break with. Why don't they they call me Squash? Is what's my nickname? And I'm like, you, I'll be honest with you, mate. We barely hear you talk. <laughs> let, let alone like you know, see you know, we see you. you. You're a really nice guy. That's the problem. But you know, we we barely hear you talk or whatever. And then like. <laughs> He was there, fair enough, I'm going to make it my duty to talk more. I was like, good, good lad. Bought me Jager bomb. Uh, and then it turns out he's a massive lightweight. Yes. Well, yeah, as I say, like three kids and mm. he's younger than us, man. The boy's been been making babies. <laughs> Hasn't been out yeah. drinking. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's like, he's too ashamed to be like, you know, uh, say I'm a lightweight or whatever. <laughs> Are there any more stories you want to tell? There are lots of more stories, but I don't think we can go to a part three. Part three! Fuck you, Sam. Um, no, I think we're good. We're all good, fair enough. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show. No, thank you. At Christmas time, what we'll do is we'll, we'll just get like, you know, a load of random people, like, you know, we'll. Well, I'll be people... here for Christmas, Matt. Don't forget that. True. Yeah. 
people who've already been on the show, they can come and tell like a story each or like a funny story, and then we'll just put, make a, like a Christmas compilation like story episode. Sounds good to me. Sounds perfect. Sounds good to me. Thank you very much for coming on, and uh, always remember, uh, Matthew has on Hammond. Ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. Exactly. Ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. Thank you very much for listening. All your basketball needs. Yeah, past the pod assist. Past the assist pod, damn it. <laughs>